Hello and welcome back to another episode of Crystal Pisces Studios. I am your crystal best friend. I am here to help you navigate the intricacies of life and the journey that we're all on today and every day until the day that we all decide that our fin- our work here is done and we will leave here fulfilled. If you're new here, I want to welcome you. I'm your host. I'm Marley. I am a living, breathing being also going through this journey of life. And so I'm, I'm here to speak my truth, all my truths, every episode. So I hope that, matter of fact, since you're here already, hit subscribe, follow wherever you are on Spotify. You might as well follow me. If you listen to me on Apple Music, you might as well follow me. Because we're going to talk about some real shit today. So I hope you're ready to talk some real shit and get to know me a little bit more on a personal level. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying, if I get emotional throughout this recording, just know I am in the healing processes and that I am okay, that I am good, I am healing So, just, you know, stand with me. So, I'm not sure if you follow me on Instagram. If you don't, head over, follow. Because that's kind of where you are in the most, in the loop, like in the moment loop with what's going on. However, I typically have a live crystal show every Thursday, every Thursday. And I geared up early in the week. We had my my podcast launched on Monday. I was excited because, you know, I was planning and prioritizing my time more effectively. Um, And I felt really good about that. I feel really good about that still. It's still a thing. Don't think it's not a thing. It's still going to be a fucking thing. So, I um, went through my week, planned out my week, uh, woke up early, Wednesday morning, as I do per usual, I want to say I woke up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, roughly, had a weird fucking dream, like really fucking weird. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tell you about it. I robbed a bank. (laughs) I robbed a bank. And the person that I was with was calm, cool, and collective. Whereas I was like, what the fuck, yo? We just robbed a bank. Oh my God. We just robbed a bank. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. 
we ended up at a meeting. It was like an AA meeting type of thing. And I was like, yo. So I ended up turning to this person and we're driving down this highway. I'm not in control of it. I'm literally in the passenger seat the whole situation, which is in and of itself is very symbolic. Um, and I was like, I looked at this person. I don't know who this person was. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. And I was like, yo, you can keep it. You can keep the money. I don't want it like this. Right. I don't, I was like, I, the, the emotions that are coming with it. I don't want it like this. This isn't the way in which I wanted my abundance, my wealth, my financial gains. That wasn't how I wanted it. That's how my morning started. I'm giving you the the very fucking abridged version of this. So bear in mind, there were some other nuances in the dream that we're not going to discuss now or probably ever. So I wake up and um, I'm doing as what I normally do in the morning, getting my, you know, I, I like to get my like post scheduled very early or gone or uploaded very early. So that way the rest of the day I can really focus on everything else my meditation so on and so forth so I'm doing that doing a little bit of research on Instagram getting ready to post my husband calls husband calls and he says and I'm like hey what's going on so I'm thinking I'm thinking he's gonna tell me yo can you look for my wallet I think I left my wallet because it was before 6 a.m. And this is typical of my husband. So I wasn't I wasn't thinking anything of it. And the next words out of his mouth were Aiden has passed. And it took a moment to register what he had just said to me. And I literally like, you know, anyone else, what? What are you even fucking talking about? He said it again, and I was like, holy shit. He's somber. He's not joking. He would never joke about this. And I was like, where are you? He told me where he was. He was like, come to the hospital. I was like, I'm on my way. Of course, I get off the phone, and I'm like bawling. I'm bawling because that's my son. As a mother, a stepmother, I'm still a mother nonetheless. I cared for him from the time he was three till his passing at eight. It's only eight. You never imagine having to bury a child or plan to bury a child. That's rough, y'all. So, no. I wasn't up for a live show on Thursday. I wasn't sure that I would be up 
to talk about this today. But a part of my healing process, right? And as I was prepping for today's message, I got a card. I kept pulling it. And I was like, I've already done that episode. I've already done that episode. I've already done that. And I kept saying it. I was like, I've already done that. I want something new. Let me see if I can find it in here. I wanted something new. I wanted something new. But the whole time, spirit was guiding me back. So that way I can understand the significance of this moment. Um, grief is tough. Um, I'm not a new, t- I'm not new to it. I understand the levels of it. I understand the importance of it. And every day since Wednesday is when this happened. I've been honoring him. And the ways that I am able to honor him. His sweet face. Yeah. That was my strength, baby. He is my strength, baby. From the day he was born, he overcame. with a diagnosis of HIE. He was not supposed to live past a year, but he did. He lived eight years. When I met him, he was three and small and beautiful. And I remember I just started dating my husband and my husband was like, no, let me go back. (laughs) Because the first time I met my husband, he was like, I have my son at my house. I would love to meet you. We met online. I would love for you to stop by the house and maybe just spend a little bit of time with me. I have my three-year-old son with me. I'm not going to do anything crazy because, you know, I have my son with me, but I just want to spend a little bit of time with you. And I was like, you know, he lived not too far from my job. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) 
I was like, fuck it. I was, in my mind, I was like, he seems nice enough. And I'm not getting any vibes, like weird vibes, like he's going to be weird. And I was like, and he has a three-year-old at the house. So there's only so much. Maybe that was me and my naivete. But I was like, there's only so much. So from the beginning, my husband always let me know that there was a three-year-old around. So fast forward. I never went in the room and with the three-year-old, I always thought the three-year-old was sleeping or somewhere or whatever. Until there was one day early on in our relationship, my husband goes to me and he goes, I have something that I need to tell you about. And I want to make sure before we go any further that you are okay with the intricacies of my son. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, it's a kid. <laughs> so we walk into his room, and I see all these machines hooked up to this baby. And this was after he tells me about the, the, the whole story, and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And he's like, I just want to make sure that you're okay with all of it, all of me and all that comes with me. And... We go in and I look at him and the first thing I said out of my mouth was, he's just a baby. I don't know what I was expecting, but I kept saying, I was like, he's so little and he's just a baby. And I just remember just being completely at peace with it. I was like, yeah, it's not his fault that this happened. And who am I to not be with you? Because I care for him at this point, right? Because of the intricacies of this baby, that didn't sit well with me. So I was like, yeah, no, we're going to figure that. I'm going to figure this out. Fast forward. Um, Aiden is, is a very strong little boy. He's been through many surgeries. So let me describe his life for you born doctors didn't think he would make it past a year we know he did um he he was on a vent he had nurses that come 12 hours a day um he was in pull-ups feeding tube non-mobile non-verbal but there So I don't have a medical background. My husband does. He's in EMS. And I had to learn. (laughs) I had to learn how to take care of him, right? From the first step was me suctioning him, his 
secretions from his mouth, watching for bubbles. <laughs> Mr. Bubbles is what I called him. Watching for bubbles. That was the first step. The second step just was washing his face. Every morning when he was within our care, I would get up, suction his bubbles, wash his face. Talk to him, right? And as I got more comfortable, I did more, you know. I learned more because it's it's a lot. He has a trach, right? So I had to learn the machines. I had to learn what the numbers meant. I had to learn him. But outside of learning the machines, I learned how to love without conditions. It wasn't, I love you because you validate me in some sort of way. It was never that. He's nonverbal. It wasn't, I love you because you bring me peace or you bring me joy or you bring me anything. If anything, it highlighted areas in my life that I needed to work on. Some of my biggest lessons were learned because of him. So last year, we had him for two months straight. So in the morning I was with him for a few hours before the nurses came in. And then my husband was with him at night after the nurses left or we were together of course my husband said some uh, something that will always resonate because I was always afraid of something like this happening to him in my care and I would say and he said to me one day he was like you are you not only need to trust yourself but you have to trust him. So it made me trust on a deeper level. Hmm. On a deeper level, I had to learn how to trust. But I also had to learn how to love unconditionally. I learned how to love someone deep enough that I put my own fears aside to make sure that they were good. It's the purest way to love somebody.
without expectations, without trying to change them, but complete and utter acceptance of who they are, meeting them where they are, and loving them with every ounce of your being. That was that beautiful baby for me. He couldn't validate my insecurities, but he validated them by making me grow through them. Not because he forced me to, but because he needed me to in order for me to evolve past my fears to take care of him, right? I had to show up every day for him. Regardless of my feelings, regardless of how I felt, how scared I was, regardless of all that shit, I had to show up. He depended on me too. And my husband, he depended on us to show up every day that he was with us. And we've had parties. (laughs) We've had dance parties with them. We've done Easter egg dyes, Christmas, birthday, birthday cakes. Five Fourth of July, fireworks. We made sure we included him on as much as his body would allow us to. So the first thing, the first card I pulled was the number 17th number 17 angel bath call and aquamarine offensive voice so i debated on if i talk about this emotions and all or do i just act like none of it happened and i kept pulling that card hmm And it was like, nah, this is you. I have to live my truth. So this is me living my truth. All right, (laughs) y'all. I needed a little break. It was a lot. It it got a lot. So, (laughs) um, so yeah. So that's kind of where we are. What's been going on. And I'm going to say this, though. Through my lessons of what love, unconditional love looks like. There is also an immense side of peace that I have for him and relief that I feel for his soul. Because, you know, we do this spiritual thing, right? Like we, we talk about spirits and, and 
being in the body and all that stuff and for me to to not have gratitude one for his life and two that he is no longer having to suffer through being in his body that's a blessing and I see the blessing and I understand the blessing and I am overjoyed for him to be out of this world and into the goodness of the divine doesn't mean I don't grieve or I won't grieve or not grieving whatever tense <laughs> of that process I'm in so I'm grateful for him I'm grateful for his life I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned and feeling what unconditional love feels like that that was a blessing is a blessing to know what it feels like to love without reservation without conditions without stipulations but to love because you will exist and because you deserve to be loved because you are pure and whole and you're perfect exactly how you are I take that right and now I understand the love that the divine has for me and all of my imperfections right all my vision of shortcomings or the world's idea of shortcomings but I understand that even in those quote-unquote shortcomings they're not considered shortcomings to God because I was created perfect that's a beautiful thought beautiful so I want to say I was saying before I had to take a pause because I it was yeah too much. I got the seven, number seventeen card, Angel Bath Cole, and Aquamarine, the Authentic Voice card. If you want to hear that episode or more about that this particular card, I highly recommend that you take a listen to this episode this episode happened a couple of weeks ago I think this was back in February honestly um that that episode happened and so if you want to hear what that what this is about I highly recommend that you go and listen to that episode it's called authentic voice um angel bath Cole is what that episode is called but today um of course I did pick a card even though I kept getting the same card we discussed it but you can go listen to that. I got the Ascended Master, Mother Mary, and Celesite. Unconditional trust. And so, I'm going to read it to you. 
because I feel like it resonates deeply. And so it says, we bring you the blessing of unconditional trust. There are times when when trust comes easily, perhaps life is proceeding according to some sort of plan, or you have enough money to feel safe, sufficient prospects on the horizon, horizon to feel excited, and enough love in your relationships to feel wanted and valued. Then there are times when it is harder to trust. Perhaps none of the above applies to you. You are lost, you feel alone, confused, and without a clear plan or sign of hope ahead. You may be frightened or just want something to lift you out of the darkness and into the light. Your mind and perhaps your family and friends might tell you that this is a time that is crazy to trust. They may tell you that you should try to fix yourself, get real, give up, and get on with your life. Do not listen to doubts or negativity in others or yourself. It is safe to trust. The Divine Mother is watching you and will guide you safely into the new life awaiting you now. The Oracle of Unconditional Trust says to you that this is the time when you need to trust the most. This is the time when you need to trust unconditionally. You may feel comfortable doing this, or you may feel deeply challenged by this idea. You may feel there is no particular evidence that you should trust, and yet you'll happily do it anyway. Or maybe you feel that trusting without a sign that things are going to be improve are going to improve is beyond you. Either way, this oracle brings you a message. The divine is looking out for you. For the weary and anxious mind, unconditional trust can bring such relief. The idea that you don't have to keep worrying and that everything is going to work out according to a higher plan and divine grace can soothe away mental anguish and emotional suffering. If it is difficult for the mind to let go, it might prefer to keep worrying and try to work things out. This could be especially so if you have relied upon people before and been let down or don't feel absolutely certain the universe loves you and has your best interests at heart to always act for your greatest good. If the mind is in a fear response like this, it needs to be reassured. It needs to understand why you are in a situation where unconditional trust is being asked of you in the first place. There may be reasons, some of which you may come to understand in hindsight. There is one reason that is always true, however, it may help your mind to relax a little and allow, allow your heart to take over. <clears throat> this reason is that the divine wants to be more involved in your life. It wants you to avoid unnecessary pitfalls, pains, and obstacles, and only go through the suffering absolutely essential for your growth. This is so much less 
than what we fear or expect it to be. It wants you to be fulfilled with filled with divine love and to live a life that is increasingly free, graceful, and blessed so you inspire others to trust unconditionally too. How can this happen? Only when you allow the divine unrestricted access to your life. The only way you can do this is by trusting unconditionally. Imagine abseiling down a cliff the divine is spotting you from below and above. It can see where you could stumble and is managing the ropes so you are secure. You still take the journey yourself, but you have some... Sorry. You have some divine eyes, hands, and guidance to help you take the journey in the best way. You might have difficulty trusting in your spotters. You might stop and keep checking for yourself what is happening and yet still not be able to see the entire cliff face clearly. You may get twisted in your ropes, become frozen in fear or ignore the guidance and end up hurting yourself. You may believe that pain, the pain that you experience happened because your spotters weren't trustworthy. Actually, it happened because you weren't trusting. And that's okay. It's not fun, but it happens. The divine is always there waiting for us to trust with loving guidance and a willingness to help us find an easier way next time. This is how we learn and grow as human beings and become more able to let the universe help us in life. When this oracle comes to you, it brings guidance. It's safer to trust unconditionally in divine guiding, in the divine guiding hand than the limited perspective of your mind, your own mind at this time. The divine can and will navigate you safely through your life journey if you allow it. You don't have to be afraid. You'll handle whatever you need to handle and you'll do it well. But you have the opportunity to avoid unnecessary suffering and enjoy a soother journey by trusting unconditionally that your affairs are going to work out ex exceptionally well. Why not take the opportunity for yourself and for the divine to manifest itself even more brilliantly through you into the world. Do that for yourself now and the rest of and the rest of us by trusting that everything is working out. Everything is always working out in our highest good and in our highest favor. So not only did I need to trust him and myself, but learning how to trust again anybody. Sometimes that's the hardest thing for us to to grasp, grasp, 
Okay, so normally I like to go over the crystal that's associated with this card, which is celicite. However, since we're discussing grief, and since I know that at some point in our lives, we will all experience some level of grief, and there are various levels of it, from the loss of a loved one to loss of a relationship or business or part of you. It's still a level of grief, right? Um, one of the couple of the crystals that I like to use during times like this and the first, and the one that I've been using this week is malicite. Um, they call it the transformation stone. But this one heals the heart chakra. Um, and I think it's important that when we are dealing with grief that we do address the heart chakra because sometimes, or there is the probability that we close the heart and out of fear of protecting ourselves from being hurt. So it is important, yo, that we address that. So I have like three crystals here that um, I think would be important to consider um, to use during your many levels of grief. Um, the first one is Apache Tears, Apache Tears, which is a form of obsidianite or obsidian um and it we won't go into much depth about this one but I do want to talk about the advice it says not all lessons are hard but don't turn away from those that are um caution for it is only use over the heart when you want to shield it from shield it for short periods of time wearing it too long can shut the heart down so see obsidian so even though we're talking about grief and using it, it is important that this isn't a permanent fix. This one will be more of a temporary fix. Um, and this one will is associated with the root chakra. Um, its culture is Native American. And its energy is protective, grounding energy, it allows one energy, one's energy field to remain open during times of grief. It dispels negative energy within oneself and without. Um, for this one, the tarot card is the tower card and the zodiac sign is Aries and Capricorn. Um, another crystal that is really good for this time of grief is rainbow moonstone um the advice that it gives is claim all the feminine aspects of your power whether you are male or female this will help with all chakras its element is water um its hardness is an eight which is pretty pretty dense um this will help with balance emotional healing harmony peace and strength Daily will help alleviate daily stress, grief, and any wounds. 
its sacred number is five and its source is you can find it mostly in india and then zodiac sign associated with it is cancer um and then the one i really want to talk about is malachite the one that i've been using the most during this time it says its advice is a death in any way is truly a birth enter with expectations its allies are azurite, chrysocolla, clear quartz crystal, lapis lazuli, and shulite. Its animals are her, a horse, or what was that? Oh my god, a horse, praying mantis, and a wolf. Its availability is very common. Its birthstone is December. There is the word of caution use only polished malachite when preparing an elixir normally. Be careful so it does not magnify negativity. Only use with good intentions. The chakra associated with it is heart chakra and it clears and activates all. Here's another thing that I want to say about malachite is do be careful of it because um, it is a, they, um, its composition is a hydrous copper carbonate. Um, so it does have copper in it. So you do want to be careful of the copper compounds because they can be poisonous to us. Um, its chakra is hard, but it clears all and activates. It clears and activates all chakras. Its color is dark green with light green bands. Its complement is ivory or milky quartz. Um, its crystal system is monoclinic system. Its culture is Egyptian. Its deity is Mother Earth. Its element is Earth. It's very grounding. Um, its energy is receptive, forceful, protective, and visionary energy. Its folk name is the Protection Stone. Its gender is female, and its hardness is a three point five to a or three yeah three point five to a four. So they label this as semi hard. Healing uses healing uses for this um, will help with balance, belief, clarity, fidelity, friendship, insight, intuition, joy, leadership, loyalty, maturity, opinion, partnership, peace, practicality, procedure, rebirthing, responsibility, self-knowledge, sensitivities, tranquility, understanding, and visions. And from a spiritual sense, standpoint, it will help with inner peace and hope and spiritual evolution. The history is the Egyptians would ground Malachite and use it as eyeshadow and to open the third eye as early as 400 BCE. That's cool. Um, the name is from the Latin word Malochites, which means to mallow or mallow, M-A-L-L-O-W. Magical use warns owner of impeding danger by breaking into um, use you can use it to ward off unwanted business associations and to protect you uh, protect against the evil eye. It's great to use as a love amulet. Also, um, interesting. My music is about to start over. I'm gonna start it over anyway. Do 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 do. Play. Okay. Um, love amulet. Good for easing negative feelings and to draw money its metal would be copper gold and silver its planet is venus its plant is cedar holly lavender and mallow mallow 
Um, it's power are changing situations, mind power, personal power, sacred information access, success and good luck in business. It also protects sensitive people. It's ray is violet. It's sacred number is nine. This is typically found in, oh, look at there, France, Germany, Romania, Urals, USA, and Bisbee, Arizona, uh, which is where the best is found in Zaire. Listen, my father lives in Bisbee or lived in Bisbee, Arizona. Um, tarot cards associated with it is the Knight of Cups, the Chariot, the Death card, and the Moon card. And then zodiac sign associated with it is the Capricorn is Capricorn and Scorpio. Thank you for joining me and for listening to my TED talk today. No, I'm just like, no, but in all honesty, thank you for spending the time with me, for allowing this space for me to heal by talking it through with you all. Um, I'm excited for whatever the next looks like. Because we all know that to be out of the body means to be with the divine. And when you have done the spiritual thing for as long as I've done it, I understand that he is around me and healed. So we rejoice in that. Um, but I'm excited for the next chapter. I'm excited to see the moves that will happen. I am excited for the healing that is coming, that is here. Um, and yeah, so I'm doing things a little bit different this way on my Instagram or this week on my Instagram page. So please go over, follow me there. Um, I'm going to be doing a live show tonight. It's Monday night and I'm going to do a live show tonight at 7 p.m. I'm going to go live and we're gonna, I do have some celicite. So if you want to get your piece of celicite, I have some malachite as well. I have some rainbow um rainbow moonstone as well that I will be putting out on the table but I also have some new pieces too and so uh it is I highly recommend that you come and spend some time with me tonight even if it's just for you to just come and spend a moment with family that's cool to come spend some time um and let's just try to have a really good time and um so yeah so Follow me on Instagram, hit me up over there, and I'll see you guys tonight. Tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Tuesdays, you guys know it is Tumble Tuesdays every Tuesday. Every Tuesday is Tumble Tuesday. Buy two, get one free. We always have that special going on. So if you ever want to get some tumbles, just know you can get your tumbles through Crystal Pisces Studios. The other thing is I am going live again on Thursday. So this one's a twofer. So if you don't meet me today, if you don't, if, if the energies do not align for us to meet today, we can meet again on Thursday evening at seven o'clock, 7 p.m. Um, and we can have a good time then. We're doing a crystal live auction tonight. So there's going to be starting bids. So it's really fun. It's a really good time. Starting bids will start 
some as low as five dollars and up i have some really good pieces like some pieces that i'm just like <gasps> i can't wait for you guys to see them but anyways um have a blessed day have a blessed week don't forget to tell the people that are in your life how much you love them every moment that you can because tomorrow is never promised to us but this moment is so I love you guys and I thank you for being on this journey with me and allowing me to be and listening to my stories and I hope along my journey of healing that I am able to help you in some facet of your own life and towards your own healing until next time until next Monday I'll see you guys again. Bye.